Hello and welcome to this episode of Grace Podcast. I'm Timothy Muse. I'll be your host today. And if you're getting something out of this, if you get value out of this podcast, then please share it out there. Share it on your social media posts. Share it on your Facebook or Instagram. Tag me in it if you haven't already so I can see where you're at. Follow us out there or on Instagram at Grace Life Coaching. Grace is broken down, uh, G period, A, R period, you get all the way down. Uh, find us on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on one of the platforms, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, then follow us and give us a, a rating and a review. The more positive ratings and reviews that we get, the more that these platforms see that other people are listening. And when they see, then they share. So when someone is looking for uh, some betterment or mental health or coaching, and they're they're cruising through the podcast and they're searching through the podcast, then these platforms say, hey, you know, people are listening to this. Let me put it out there. This is how it organically grows. This is how it gets out there. So if you like this, if this is helpful for you, then share it out there on your social media. If you're on Spotify or iHeartRadio or Amazon Music, then then follow us and give us a rating and a review the more ratings and reviews we get the better we the better chance we have at getting out there in front of people and getting our name our word out there cuz i keep saying this you know this is not proprietary information this is not something that we want to hoard when i'm better you're better when you're better we're better we're in this together whether we want to acknowledge it or not we are in this thing called life together we may not be codependent on each other, but we are certainly interdependent with each other because what I do affects those around me, which affects those around them, which affects those around them. You can have the butterfly pit principle, the, the, the pond principle, the, the rock in the pond, whatever you want to use, but we're in this together. And so when you're better, I'm better. When I'm better, you're better. When we're better, then everyone's better. So the whole point is to be better be better for ourselves, be better for the world around us. Now, this does not mean don't hear it as that where we are is bad. Better doesn't mean that the, 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 the opposite to it is bad. No, it just means that this is where we are, but we can be more of who we are. We can be more fully aware. We can be more fully present, more fully engaged in the world. We can always grow. Trust me, we can grow and grow and grow. We never stop growing. It's kind of fascinating because there are some reports who will say that uh, that a body will continue to grow hair after it dies. Eh, some will argue otherwise, but nonetheless, growth is an inevitable part of life. So we can all grow together and we can be better for each other. Where we are can be good, but we can be better. We can always be better. We can always strive to be better. So when I'm better, you're better. And that's the goal of Grace Life Coaching is for you to be the best you, for you to be better every day, to achieve that best you. If you want to do some coaching work, you want to reach out to me, uh, the website, gracelifecoaching.com. That's where you can get a hold of me. It's got all my contact information. So feel free to reach out. Feel free to send me a message. You can contact me. It's got my email. It's got my cell. However you want to work it out. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, I am on TikTok too, but I don't do a whole lot of TikTok stuff. So uh, Instagram or Facebook is usually the best way to find me, get a hold of me, reach out to me. Let's do something together. Let's be better together. My friends, we're going into 2023. This is the last day of 2022. It's New Year's Eve day. So happy New Year's Eve. Uh, happy New Year. Uh, you know, as we go into tomorrow. I wanted to come on today uh, and just kind of give a, a, a little, uh, you know, a little talk, a little chat, a little podcast. 
And I'm not going to give a year in review because there's so much happened this year. A lot of it good, some of it okay, a few struggles, but so much happened this year that I don't think it's fair, necessary, or right to give a, a year in review. I mean, I, I, I just don't. I don't really see the, for me, I don't have that time or that energy. But I do want to talk a little bit about looking back because, you know, it's inevitable when we get to this time of year, when we get to New Year's Eve and the New Year's weekend, especially right after Christmas and all the all the things are done and everything is wrapped up and so now we're kind of transitioning into that week that liminal week from Christmas to New Year's you know we find ourselves just looking back Uh, maybe it's just part of our humanness maybe it's the fact that just about everything around us from uh, magazines to Facebook posts to television shows talk about looking back and year in review and all that kind of stuff look there's nothing wrong with looking back there really isn't there's nothing wrong with seeing what's behind us And actually, looking back can be really therapeutic. It can be really good for us to see where we've come, to see the path that's led us to this point. Years back, I used to go to Gettysburg, uh, Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, onto the battlefields. And I'd love to go back, and I'm sure I probably will go back in. But there's, there's lookout towers along the way. So you can climb these towers and look out over vast expanse of land to see what happened. Well, there's one lookout tower at least the last time I was there, and it's probably been about 10 years now since I've been to Gettysburg. But there's one lookout tower. If you climb up to the top, you can very clearly see the road that you travel through the park that leads up to the lookout tower. You can see where you've come. And it's really a great visual. I've used it many times in different circumstances, but it is certainly important for us to be able to look back. And this time of year just really kind of leans to that. Where we look back, we see what's going on. We see the past. But here's a couple of things that I just want to say. Um, when we look back, when we remember, we want to remember from a distance. Okay? We want to remember from a distance. What do I mean by that? Well, you know, when we look back over what we've experienced, we can, we can remember it. We can see what happened. But we don't need to emotionalize it. We don't need to emotionalize it. We don't need to say that that was, you know, that we need. We don't need to describe it as dark or light or happy or sad. We know what it was. We're looking back from a moment, from here in the minute, we're looking back at an instance that took place in the past. Whether it was good or bad, positive, negative, high, low, what it is now is a memory. It's a memory of something that we went through. We don't need to emotionalize it. We can remember. We can remember from a distance. So we can remember moments without emotionalizing. We don't have to refeel them. You know, I think that's something that's so important for us to grasp, so important for us to see. We don't have to refeel these things. You know, there's an instinct, I guess, inside of us. Maybe it's nostalgia. Maybe it's a fear of letting go or a fear of not remembering that we want to, we want to think that if we refeel it, then it will be in our brains. It'll be in our, our, our being, but it doesn't have to be that way. We don't have to refeel an instance that took place in the past. We can look at it. We can remember it. We can, we can um, 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 hold it, but we don't have to refeel it. We don't have to relive it. We don't have to wallow in it. You know what? And I think that's really one of the big things that uh, now, now I, again, please hear me in understanding this. There are some things that, that, that we can't just like not relive. 
okay? There are some things that we just cannot relive. If we lose a loved one, if a loved one passes away, if a relationship breaks, it takes time to grieve and move through it and come to peace and balance with it. I get that. And I'm not questioning that at all. Please don't hear me questioning that. Please don't hear me say, oh, you you know, you lost someone significant to you for 30 or 40 years. Yeah, just move on. No, 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 no. However, but what I am saying is this. There's a lot of things that we've experienced in the past year that we want to give equal measure as to losing a loved one that doesn't deserve it. So remember, remember those things, but don't emotionalize them. Remember them from a distance. Remember them from a distance. Remember them without wallowing them without wallowing in them. Perhaps maybe, you know, your job changed or you got some health news, okay? We can remember, but we don't need to relive. We don't need to refeel everything. So as you're looking back, as you're looking back over your year, as you're remembering, as these emotions crop up, if you feel yourself, you know, feeling sadness or sorrow or what have you, ask yourself, you know, are you are you reliving that instant or are you asking that past energy to come into your present moment? Uh, are you are you going back there to that moment, whatever that moment was, or or are you are you inviting that past energy into your present moment? Almost like, oh, I'm remembering this, so I guess I should feel sad about it. Uh, you're not going to forget. We don't forget. But normalizing and and being okay with finding balance and peace. Some would call this moving on. Um, and I think that's a, I, I think there's some value to that word, that statement of moving on, because life always does move on. We can stand still, but life keeps going forward. But we want to think that moving on means that we forget or that we ignore. No, I don't see that. I, I see more moving on as taking whatever it is and incorporating it, normalizing it into your life and then trudging forward. So in my office... I have a, a portrait of my grandfather, uh, my mother's father, uh, and my grandparents were all important to me, um, but I spent a lot of time with my grand, my mother's father. He was sick uh, most of my life, uh, and we spent a lot of time together. We had a pretty strong connection. He passed away when I was 11, so a lot of, uh, a lot of my life he didn't get to experience. And there are times, you know, when I, when I gaze upon his portrait, I think about him, where I find myself weeping, I find myself um, saddened. Now, I, I, we had gotten to the house the day that he died. They lived in another part of the city. Um, we actually had pulled up as the, as the ambulance was coming along um, to, to do what it needed to do. Uh, so so I, I was kind of there when it happened, all right? Not immediately there, but, but close. Uh, and I remember that day. I remember that day. But when I weep, when I'm saddened, you know, it's not because I remember that event. It's because I think about all of the points in life that we missed together, the things that I would have loved for, I'd have loved for him to meet my wife or be there when I was ordained or meet my daughter um, or see the man that I had become. So that energy, okay, that energy, that's not me reaching into the past and pulling that energy of that moment into my present. No, that's me dwelling in the present with a knowledge of, you know, kind of looking back and normalizing that I... I move through life with his memory, but not his immediate physical presence. 
I have moved on because life has moved on, but that doesn't mean that I forget him and I don't feel any less about it. I think that's one of the things that we struggle with is that when we think about moving on, it means we stop caring, stop remembering. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Not at all. Uh, We can normalize new life. We have to because we really don't have a choice. But when we look back, my friends, when we look back, we don't always need, we don't need to emotionalize it. We can look back from it. We can remember from a distance. Uh, We can remember from a distance. Now, it doesn't always happen that way. And again, there's far more than, than, than what I'm scratching on here. And if you're dealing with intense grief, please don't hear me saying you just got to, you know, move on and forget about it. That's absolutely not what I'm saying. Um, but what I am saying is that there's a lot that we remember that we really do need to move on from. There's a lot of things that we hold on to that we as people really do need to move on from. Grudges and failures and lack of forgiveness that we really just need to move on from because we're inviting past energy into current circumstances and emotions that we don't need to relive again. So if you're going to look back over 2022, remember from a distance. Remember from a distance. The good, the bad, remember from a distance. But you know, New Year's also means a time of looking ahead. You know, it's not just looking back over the last year, but also looking ahead, looking ahead to where we go and and where we're going. And we get those wonderful and beautiful New Year's resolutions, right? Everybody has them. Everybody has those New Year's resolutions that we hold on to, that we grab on to, things that we want to do. And oftentimes, and you've probably heard this said, but most people abandon their New Year's resolutions um, by the beginning of February. Uh, For one reason or another, everybody has their own. But if we're going to talk about resolutions, there's three things I want you to think about. I mean, resolutions, finding patterns of change and bettering yourself is always good. It really is. It's always good. It's always good to strive to better ourselves, to to have better eating habits, to better health habits, better workout habits, better thought pattern habits, whatever. It's always good to better yourself. It's always good to strive to better yourself. Uh, But what happens oftentimes, and I think New Year's Day really kind of drives this home, what happens oftentimes is that the, the resolutions, the change is too big. It's too fast. So there's three things I want to talk about real quick here. So the first one is, if you're thinking about a resolution, maybe you've already thought about it, maybe you're planning. The first thing is, is it manageable? Is it manageable? Can you manage this resolution on a daily basis? I mean, look, unless you're going to quit your job and turn away from your family or turn away from whatever and just focus on this resolution... It needs to be something that you can incorporate into your regular life. It needs to be something that you can add to what I'm guessing is probably a pretty busy routine. If you're listening to this podcast, it means you want to better yourself. And perhaps maybe it is that your life feels a little busy and chaotic. So if you're going to add a resolution, then make sure that it's manageable, that you can see it, that you can literally see it within the midst of your day, the midst of your week. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. So, so you want to eat healthy, okay? And, and that's usually one of the primary resolutions. You want to eat healthy. Well, eating healthy, eating healthy is, is a significant investment. It really is. It's so much easier to eat terrible than it is to eat healthy. There's food prep, there's shopping, there's recipe finding, okay? So eating healthy is, is, a, very, uh, is a very big and ambitious goal, and one that just becomes unmanageable. It's just too big. It becomes too big to fit into an already working lifestyle. It's already a changing lifestyle. So is it manageable? Look, look. here's the thing. If you're going to make a change, if you want a manageable change, 
half percent. Change a half percent uh, or a half percent every couple of days, maybe one percent a week. OK, because if you change a half percent every couple of days or one percent a week, then you've made a 50 percent change by the end of the year. Fifty two percent change by the end of the year. So a half percent change a couple times a week leads you to a one percent change per week. Now, I know it's like, oh, one percent change. Oh, boy. Well, that's a big deal. Um, but it is when you look at it long term. Unless you have to lose significant weight or change your eating habits drastically tomorrow because your doctor said if you don't, you're going to die, then making a 1% change per week, a half percent change every couple days, by the time you get to the end of the year, you're going to see a 50% change. That's pretty significant. It really is. It really is a significant change idea when you're, when you're looking at 50% change for you. So, so let's say that you want to you eat healthier. All right. So is it manageable? Well, so ask yourself, maybe rather than going completely health, maybe it's healthy if you want it to be manageable. So look at one thing. Maybe it's your snacks or maybe it's your lunch or maybe it's your, um, your sides or what have you. And say to yourself, what can I manage but also change? What can I change that's manageable? So example, uh, I look at myself and in the evening as I sit down to watch, you know, the latest NCIS or the latest Hallmark Christmas movie or whatever, I'm eating a bowl of potato chips. Well, the manageable change might be to eat an apple or drink a big glass of water. That's manageable. Okay. You're talking about a little bit. You're not talking about a drastic overall lifestyle change. There are some that have to do that. And that requires a lifestyle change. But that's not what we're talking about here. Is it manageable? Can you include it in the skills and the time that you have? That's the first question when you're looking at a resolution. The second question is, is it achievable? So you might be able to manage it, but can you do it? Can you literally do it? Can you literally achieve this goal that you're setting out before you? Let's go back to what I was just saying. So you're sitting down at night and you've got a bowl of chips in front of you. Uh, how about eating an apple instead? Well, what if you hate apples? Okay. So now not only are you going to, you know, get rid of your beloved chips, but you're going to force yourself to eat something you don't like. It has to be achievable. It has to be manageable and it has to be achievable. If it's not manageable and achievable, it's not going to lead to success. So, so there's the question. So do you live in a part of the world that doesn't have access to apples? Or you want to include a workout routine into your life. Awesome. That's great. Uh, and, and it's manageable. You've got a couple of hours in the morning before you have to be at work or you've got a couple hours during the week in the morning. So, so is it, but is it achievable? Are you going to then use those hours to work out? Are you going to invest those hours in your health? So manageable and achievable. If it's not achievable, then you're, you're not going to be able to do it, even if it's manageable. And if you're not going to be able to do it, then you're just going to find yourself really upset and hurting um, because you weren't, able to, you weren't able to hold fast. And the last thing you want to ask yourself is, is it sustainable? Can you continue to do it? Yeah, I think we can all find the time and the ability to do something for a short period. But, but changing a life and, and, and striving to be better is not a sprint. It's a marathon. You have to be able to sustain it. If you can't sustain it, then that's just going to lead you back to that 
feeling of failure, that feeling of burnout, that feeling of I, I thought I could do it right, but I didn't do it right. And now I'm terrible and and blah, blah, blah. You know, when we so so is it manageable? Is it achievable? And is it sustainable? Those would be the three questions that I think you want to ask yourself. Can you fit it into your life? Can you include it in your life skills? Because if you can't include it in your life skills, then you need to learn new life skills. And if you need to do that, then you can't start until you learn those new life skills. That That's not manageable. It's not manageable to do something you don't know how to do. It's not achievable to do something that is outside of your realm or capability. And it's not sustainable if, you're, if, if it's something that's so high in the investment that it becomes a burden. So ask yourself those questions. Is it manageable? Is it achievable? And is it sustainable? Because let me tell you, you want to feel good about this. You want to see bettering your life as a positive thing, not a negative thing. And Lord knows we don't need any more disappointments in our lives, do we? We don't need any more reasons to hate on ourselves. We don't. We need reasons to celebrate ourselves. And if you're looking for a reason to celebrate yourself, the last thing you want to do is find yourself in a circumstance where you're setting a goal that isn't manageable, it's not achievable, and you can't sustain it. You want to set something you celebrate. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to have the same goal. Goals can change. Okay, so if you set yourself a half percent goal change per week and you find that you're able to do one or one and a half, then woohoo, that's awesome. You don't have to hold yourself back. Just don't set yourself up, set yourself so high that you set yourself up for failure. Change does not have to be huge, my friends. It doesn't. It does not have to be huge at all. It can be as simple as, as replacing, uh, you know, a potato chips with broccoli. It can be as simple as replacing uh, the second Diet Coke of the day with a bottle of water. Small changes long-term can have incredible impacts. So ask yourself, as you get ready for tomorrow, as you get ready for a new year, as you get ready to turn the calendar over to 2023, or maybe, maybe you've already turned, maybe you're going to connect this later, but you're thinking about change, you're thinking about setting new goals, is it manageable? Is it achievable? And is it sustainable? My friends, that's what I got for you today. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy 2023. Lots of good stuff coming up next year. Really looking forward to it. Really looking forward to dialing in a lot more stuff. You know, 2022 was just kind of the beginning for me of, of this whole podcast journey. Who would have ever thought that I'd gotten to episode 35? I mean, that's just awesome in and of itself. But 2023... A lot more stuff coming on. I'm going to bring some more content. Uh, if you'd like to do some coaching work, like to have some conversation, hit me up, gracelifecoaching.com. Find us on Instagram. Find me on Facebook, gracelifecoaching.com on Instagram. Grace is all broken down per letter. Uh, you can find me, uh, Timothy Muse. That's my that's my um, Facebook page. Uh, seek me out there. I also have a personal Instagram account if you want to seek me out there. Like I said at the beginning, I got TikTok, but I really don't do much in the way of TikTok. Uh, but find me, and let's let's see if we can do some work together. Let's see what we can do together to help you be the best you. Be well, and we'll see you in 2023.